if he's watching, like, I don't care. Like, I, this is a really weird story and you should know how weird this is. Welcome back to the Crafty Never Stops podcast. This is going to be considered episode two, but it's actually a continuation of conversation Denise and I started in part one. So take a listen. You know what? That makes that picture makes me think of that sewing thing that goes around. That I don't know. Have you seen it or where, what book it's from? But it's from like some super ancient book about like how to be a good wife or how to how to sew. I think I have. Is it the one where it's like you need to look your best or something like? Whenever you sew, make sure you put on lipstick in case your husband comes home and make sure your house is tidy. I forget what it's from, but definitely. I feel like women in the 50s would look at us and be like, oh my gosh, like what are these people doing? Would they be mortified or would they be like, you guys are awesome? I think they would be mortified because I think most, I would like to, I would like to think that most of us are sewing not makeupless and wearing sweatpants, you know, like I, I feel like the 50s housewives would like really like turn their noses up at particularly right. me I don't know <laughs> they're like wow I don't know um, so what are you working on right now uh you know funny I am actually working so I just finished a uh, dollhouse which I just put up a video recently about that um it was one of those mini like Japanese style kits it's a container home and it was a lot of fun I'm I'm really I know this is kind of weird but I'm like and I have no kids I'm really getting into the dollhouses thing I don't know why, I don't know how, but it has happened and I like it. So, so they're I'm doing DIY, that. right? Do you yeah. make the house and the furniture? Like you make everything. Yeah, like everything comes in these like tiny gajillion pieces. So like even the little chairs or like the little nightstands or whatever else, they just come in pieces and you have to glue everything together. And also yeah. the instructions are not in English. So they have pictures and you have to try to be like, I think I'm doing this right. Um, I definitely didn't do everything as they said, and I changed out some of the fixtures, but that was cool. And uh, actually on the table, I know you can't really see this, but um, I'm working on a UFO quilt project from like three years ago. Um, so a friend of mine from college is uh, is having a baby. So I decided to make, uh, it's a boy. So uh, the fabric actually works. It was originally supposed to be a quilt for my bed. Um, but I never ended up finishing it, and it was going to be a huge quilt. I was like, yeah, screw this. Um, so I think I'm just going to make them a quilt. Um, but they're having a boy, and my friend and his husband, um, they live in New Jersey. Uh, very, uh, like, I've been, this guy was, like, one of my first friends from college. And um, they did, um, they're having a baby via uh, a surrogate. Um, so it's very exciting, and I know, like, he's, I guess they've been wanting to do this for quite a while, but it's very cool because, um, you know, just that people are, you know, able to start a family this way. So uh, I'm really excited. So uh, I'm going to make them a quilt. And I also found a really cool, I know I shared this with you, but I, I discovered this really awesome kids pattern company called Misuzu Patterns or something. Um, and we can link it below, but um, they had the cutest pattern for baby booties, um, not knitted, but sewn. Yeah. So I'm going to try to make some baby booties out of matching fabric, which I think will be a fun project. I've got a couple other things I'm trying to work on. I've, I've got a couple concepts in my head that I'm going to try to see if I can get together. And then I also bought another dollhouse kit. This is a bigger one that I'm going to try to um, maybe do a series for on the channel where I'm, where I'm trying to put together and paint and build this dollhouse. So 
Amazing. We'll see how that goes. People are going to be like, wow, she's weird. And that's okay. You know, <laughs> I mean, honestly, if you will follow the channel for any amount of time, you realize that's what it's about. So, <laughs> you know, I don't know. So yeah, it's having a lot of fun, you know, and, uh, you know, my here, I'm just hanging out with my cat every day and, you know, I don't know, talking to you. I don't know. I'm not in any fancy hotel, like that hotel room here and looks super cool. No, so, uh, the Sutton place in, in, in your, Think and don't they tape a lot of like movies and TV shows there in Vancouver? Yeah, Vancouver was known as Hollywood North at one time. I think now Toronto might be, but yeah, there were tons. I don't know what the industry's doing. Are you how excited are you for Meghan Markle? The oh my uh, God. I'm so excited. Okay, so obviously, because uh, you and her are BFFs, right? Like we're both from Canada, so I know her. No, um. Yeah, I, Princess Kate, that whole business, I was all over that. And then as soon as the whole Meghan Markle thing, that was like extra special because she filmed Suits in Toronto for a long time. Have you seen Suits? It's really good. I love it. It's oh. so yeah. You know what though? I, I was uh, reading some like Reddit. I was on a Reddit, you know, subreddit about it. And people had a good point. They're like, I wish they would have combined Suits with White Collar. Oh, yes. Yeah. And put Neil with Harvey. I was like, that's a genius <laughs> idea. You know, you know, it's such a good show. And I, I actually enjoy a lot of uh, shows shot in Canada. I love Orphan Black. Um, yeah, you were saying. Have you ever met, run into any celebrities in Canada? Like, um, probably, I don't know. Like, maybe you don't recognize, I mean, maybe you've seen Meghan Markle. She lived, yeah. in, maybe you saw Prince Harry out there. Who knows? <laughs> You know, I don't know. I would love to, I've, I've met a few celebrities for my job, but, um, a few times I, I passed celebrities or encountered them, but didn't know it was them. Right, right. Um, one time I was at a mall in Buffalo and R Kelly was there and I don't yeah. really know what he looks like, but I saw a bunch of teenage girls screaming and then some shop owner was like, that was R Kelly. And I was like, I, and, and my first thought was, okay, that explains the tour bus I saw outside. Um, no, so was that pre-scandal or post-scandal? This was, um, it was, he, he had already been known for doing some stuff, but it was before his latest scandal. Right, right. This was probably about 10 years ago. And then um, that guy I was telling you about, the one who was having a baby, he and I and some other friends were in New York City at that Serendipity Cafe. You know, the one from the movie, um, the movie with like Kate Beckinsale yes, and John Cusack? Oh, yes. So we went to the oh, Serendipity Cafe. Yeah, we went to Serendipity and it was awesome. Like we got the frozen hot chocolate. So we were there and apparently at the table next to us um, were Meryl Streep, Meg Ryan and Carrie Fisher all sitting together. Stop it. But nobody wrecking, like, again, I can see why, like, right. again, if the, you're not, like, if you're not looking for people, you're not, not going to be like, that. you know, and I remember seeing some people at the table, but I don't remember seeing them. Right. So yeah. they left and the waiter goes, hey, do you know who was sitting next to you? And we're like, no. And he pointed out and we're like, oh my gosh. We're like, but you know what? I'm kind of, I'm actually kind of glad we didn't recognize right. him because you know what? It, I feel like, I feel like celebrities more appreciate if you just give them some space. Right. Yeah. Um, so if I ever did see a celebrity out in the wild, I don't think I would really, I don't think I would really like say anything, you know? Is there like, nobody who would be your one person who would like lose it over and like, oh. like die for a selfie and like run over to them and act like a... You soldier. know, I don't know if there's anybody, you know, here, like, and I, I think it's because I did it for work. Like I used to produce celebrity right. interviews 
And, and we were just kind of taught not to really do that. Like I would, uh, the reporter I was working with, she would get a selfie for like social media, yeah. but that was part of like the job. But like the crew, I didn't normally ask people for right. selfies. I think I did it a couple times and I was like, you know what? I don't think I want to do this anymore Right? because you know what? I've got the memories of meeting this people, these yeah. people. And I felt like, you know what? I feel like they would have like it more and remember the experience with me more if I didn't do that. Right. Um, yeah. So in my mind, I was like, you know what? They probably, like, if I ever saw a celebrity I really like, I would probably just be like, like, if it was in a situation where you would say, I'd be like, hey, how are you doing? You know, but not right. be like, oh my God, I love your show. Like, um, <laughs> I, I am a big Kristen Bell fan of Veronica yeah. Mars and like all the movies and yeah, yeah. Um, here, uh, she was on Heroes and now she's on The Good Place. Um, so I'm, I'm a fan, but I wouldn't be like, you know, I don't, I think I would, if I saw her somewhere, I wouldn't like, I would really try not to like gush all over her or something. I don't know. I don't know. What about you? Is there someone that you would like lose your mind over? Like, no, no? I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I'm we'll shameless. About it. I probably would go over and ask for a photo. So yeah, I, I guess I don't. Like, I feel like if I was a celebrity, I would appreciate people, like, not right. doing that, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Like, who who knows? I mean, I could, that could just, I mean, it never really happened You're to me. So that now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could be, I, I could be the total opposite who, you know, who knows? I, I don't know. But, uh, okay, so I want to ask you, um, I, I came up with some random questions. Maybe all we could, right. All right. Um, what is your favorite meal? Meal. Oh my goodness. Uh, okay. Like general food. I'm going to have lots of answers. So general food group, I would say breakfast foods. Okay. If if you were on death row and it was your last chance, like kind of thing. One meal. Yeah. I don't know. Like not that you'll ever be on death row and I hopefully, hopefully none (laughs) of us will get there. Um, Oh my gosh. I don't know. I love sushi. I love Chinese food. I love Cobb salad. <laughs> salad <laughs> choices. Fattening ingredients all together and call the salad. I love Cobb salad. All right. So Cobb salad would be your, sure. I think mine would have to be sesame chicken. Ooh. Sesame chicken, like Chinese food. Like, oh, that'd probably be it. But sesame chicken is kind of like white people Chinese food. That really, really is. Well, in that, I think it's from like growing up in, I grew up in like a suburb of Buffalo that was like 97% white. Yeah. Um, so that's, it's not so like, yeah. that's the kind of Chinese food that I like grew up with, which is kind of sad, but so breaded, breaded sesame chicken. Like, it's like how we all order general. And in college, everyone always ordered general so's. Right, right, right. You know, from this place. And it was like not even, you know, like is general general so's isn't really Chinese, like real legit Chinese food either. No, but, but that one is good. It and is really good. Tao, isn't it? Isn't it pronounced Tao? Tao? I'm not even sure. I'm probably doing it all wrong. Well, it's a different language. I'm sure it's pronounced completely differently. Yeah, I'm like, uh, yeah, I have no idea. Um, <laughs> okay, another question. Um, do you remember your worst date ever? Worst date? Worst date ever? Um, I have been, you know, I don't have one like this was a worse date, but I would say in general, anytime a guy didn't pay that like 
that really stuck with me. And I still remember those dates and I will still tell people about those. Hey, there was this one time, this guy that this, I don't know, call me old fashioned. And actually my husband hated it, but I made him pay forever. forever. <laughs> like we went on so many dates and it, he, he gets mad at me. Cause he's like, you didn't even do like the just didn't even offer to like get your wallet yeah. out and be like, what do you, why don't we split yeah. it or something? He said like, at least do the fake out where you like, you reach for your, for your purse. He was like, you would just like stare at the, t- <laughs> but I believe, I don't know. That's just how I feel. I feel like the man should always pay. So anyway, those were the ones that stuck out is like the, yeah. And I remember, I remember who didn't pay or do who you made feel like dating should be kind of like old fashioned, like a little more like, I love that. Like that. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I feel like dating, I feel like dating now is so hard. Like I haven't dated in a long time, but I feel like even when I was dating, it was not, it was difficult. It was difficult. Like, yeah, I don't know. I remember one of my best friends and she's been married for like five years. So this is going back five years. She said, if you, if you invite a guy to your place, tea she's like that means sex she's like it doesn't mean tea I'm like what but what if you actually want to have tea yeah and I didn't I feel like I was kind of dense like that too like I didn't understand like what certain things were supposed to mean you know uh so okay I have a couple um I've had some really bad dates so one of them I thought I was going on a date with a guy and we were, he's like, do you want to go out to dinner? And on the way there, he called and invited another guy. So I was like, okay, I guess it's not a date. Also, I found out later, like I, I had some really bad, I don't know. I don't know where I was me. The weird thing is a lot of the really weird guys I met were all at church. So maybe <laughs> that's not the greatest place. My husband thinks it's a great place to meet people. And I'm like, I had some really oh, horrible. Yeah. Um, so, and I found out later the entire time I knew this guy, he was secretly dating someone. I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, geez, man. Um, another time I, I kind of hung out with this guy that I met again at church and it turned out he was like this, like, I don't know. He was kind of a straight. So the, for the date we went, he took me to see the movie bowling for Columbine, you okay. know, that Michael Moore yeah. political movie, which is not but, like a, but not a date, date movie. And he kept telling, like, it was, it was just a very weird experience. Um, the gist is that uh, he, uh, kept arguing me with me over like marijuana legalization and quoting Eminem, like lyr- like song lyrics. So that was a weird, no, was a good point when Eminem is your, is your that was a, but one of the, I think the worst experiences dating, um, I had gone out on a few dates with this guy who was a weatherman and, uh, he I again I met him through church I'm like what the hell like wait all these people at church again I'm not saying I church is bad but (laughs) and I went to a Christian college um so that that was that that's a story for another time we'll get into that maybe in a later podcast but uh um I went on a few dates with this guy and he'd asked me out we lived at the same apartment complex and we worked at competing tv stations which by the way if you work in tv news don't date someone from your tv station in fact don't date someone like I know a lot of people in that business date each other and like marry each other I found that's generally not good for me personally um so we'd gone out a few times and I like wasn't sure what his deal was like he was very odd um I, and if he's watching, like, I don't care. Like, I, this is a really weird story, and you should know how weird this is. Um, so his deal was he had just gotten out of, like, an engagement or something. 
okay. with a much older woman. Ooh. And I don't know what the deal was with that, but um, he, and I don't want to reveal too much of his personal situation because some of this stuff is, uh, you know, a little bit, some of the details, you know, are a little, I feel like a little more private, but um, he invited me to a Bible study at one point. So I went and he was like 28 and I was like 22. Um, and I hadn't really dated very, like I did, like, I only had like three boyfriends my entire life. And my third one was my husband. Um, so he took me, he invited me to this Bible study and I'm like, okay, this is cool. Um, but the weird thing is, okay, so he's 28. Everyone in the Bible study is in college, which is kind of odd. Like you're 28 and you're hanging out with all these college kids. Like, like, shouldn't you be kind of past that at this point? And the Bible study leader was this woman, I would say she was in her 40s. Um, I found out later that was his ex-girlfriend, which was a very weird, which is not the, not the fiance, like a different. I was like, why would you invite a girl to a Bible study led by your ex-girlfriend? It was very, it was a very strange. I was like, this is real. Even at that age, I was pretty dumb as a 22 year old. But even then I was like, this is really, I was like, this is really kind of a strange thing. And I finally got the nerve to be like, what's happening here? And he said, do my face. I have a wandering eye and there's other girls in my social circle I'd like to ask out. Okay. Yeah. I was like, at that point, I was at least smart enough to say, I don't think I really want to hang out with you anymore. Um, So after that, like, which was kind of awkward. We lived in the same apartment complex. Uh. Um, I, I don't. I think he might still be single. Like, <laughs> surprise, surprise. Yeah. Um, surprise, surprise. Um, I don't think it's worked out for him yet. Um, and, and crazy enough, like in my last job, I had to work on a lot of packages from stations. And I think I got a couple that were his. I was like, this is kind of awkward. I, I was like, okay. Um, yeah, so he's still out there somewhere. I don't know. But like to say that, to, I'm like, I mean, at one point, I kind of appreciate the honesty, but on the other hand, I'm like, dude, like, like, yeah, like that's like the wrong, like, <laughs> yourself in the foot. like, yeah, you need to lie, like, not that you should lie, right? You're smart if at you're all, girlfriend. You keep you that say you don't freak. See, I had a pretty bad track record before that. I'm very glad not to be dating and single now. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know, I don't know. So. Um, quick tangent. I know this is all like our whole talk has been different tangents, but, um, it made me think when you said about the wandering eye. So last night, because I'm in the hotel room, I'm watching hotel TV, ended up watching like 600 pound life. Um, which other one seeking, seeking sister wife. Have you heard of that? Wait, is that the one? Is that the one with Cody Brown? I've seen some of the, wait, there's a different one. Oh geez. This one is called seeking sister wives. So it's couples or or like multiple, I don't know. What do you call it? Like a polygamous family. Yeah. I have no idea. New wives. So they are searching, they're actively searching for an additional wife. There's this one couple, they're only two right now and they are dating women to try and add a sister wife the guy goes they go they meet as a cup I think they're like like um I think they do like an online chat or something like that oh, and then the guy the they so it's the couple sitting and the and the girl kind of getting an interview and then the husband says okay we're, I'm gonna go on my one he called it a one-on-one date he went on the one-on-one date with the girl this girl so it's a married couple the woman's pregnant she 
the, the husband goes on a date with a girl who's 20, 22 or 24, comes back. This is all on camera. They decided as a couple, the married couple, they decided even though they're adding a sister wife, there would not be intimacy until there was full commitment between everybody. The husband oh, what did he do? Slept with her. Ah! And he said, he said. And she's pregnant. Oh, geez. The, woman, the wife is pregnant and he slept with a 22-year-old. I was like, um, buddy, you just. Yeah, that's not cool. Like that. Like, that's, I know you're. That's cheating. I know you're trying to do this under yes. the guise of looking for what what was the wife's reaction? Um, I wasn't sure if it was edited. She like, looked she looked surprised and pissed, but I'm like, I don't know if did they already like, just, damn straight, I'd be pissed too. It was crazy. What would it you do crazy. if your husband approached you and said that he wanted a second wife? I think my reaction was even <laughs> worse than the wife. I was screaming at the TV. I'm like, you just cheated on your wife. I can't believe you did that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, that, I don't know if that, yeah, that would be, that would be a big no way for me. Right. I, you know, like I get that people have different ways of living, but yeah, that's, that's cheating. That's like at that point, that's end, not that's the end of the relationship. Did no. they, did it end up going anywhere with the 22 year old? I don't know. I have to watch next week. And that's the thing. Like if it doesn't work out, then he just cheated on her and she's well, not even like 22. I'm really, that's she, a one night stand. Like that's yeah. not. That's Sorry, just you think that's me. I thought I, I thought I quit. I thought I quit all my we're having too much fun here. Like, that's crazy. I don't even. I don't think I could be cool. Like, I would never be cool in that situation. No, like, for the sister no. wife thing. Like, and then she's like, dating. yeah, and your husband goes out on a date with the girl and comes back and is like, huh. and I'm a little bit of a jealous person. Like in that, like I don't, I yeah, I don't know. That's <laughs> yeah. Well, my husband, he doesn't even watch shows with adultery in it. They Like, it really bothers him. Like, he, oh, neither us, like neither of us talk about exes. Like, it's just one yeah. of those things where, like... That's good. Yeah, we don't do that. Like, it's just yeah. very, very odd. But yeah, like, I think if he came home and was like, I'm looking for a new wife, I'd be like, well, you're going to only have one because... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm leaving, man. Yeah. Man. Wow. So he slept with her and then... And then that's, had and she's pregnant. Wow, I can't. Yeah. That's that's insane. You know, we don't even have cable anymore. So my whole <laughs> you're missing out. I watch shows is um by like if they put the episode online, right? Or I wait a while and see if it comes out on like Netflix or Amazon Prime. Right. Um, like Suits is on now, but yeah. they don't have season seven, so I've not seen oh, yeah. the season. I've not seen season seven, but there's so much out there. Like I feel like I even though I worked at a cable network, I don't feel like I'm missing out at this point. Really? There's, so many, there's just so much stuff. Like I, I feel overwhelmed by feel the amount of options now. I'm like, I just can't yeah. handle this. Like there I, is a lot. And I do feel like I'm an old, I feel like I'm living as a caveman by the fact that I still have cable, but I just can't deal away with you. We have a 24 hour news channel that we keep on TV all the time. And we, it's just always on. And do you like, watch just, it? Do you watch CBC or CTV? Is that, are those one of the two? Well, it's called it's a different uh, one. 24. So, oh, yes, I've heard of 24. Okay. Yeah, so awesome. So they split up the screen. I'll kind of draw it out. But they split up the screen. And basically in like this corner, they'll have the news and events and like your, your newscasters and stuff and um, interviews and stuff. And then 
over here they have like weather down here they have traffic down here they have sports and it's just like information and then so they you can have, see like, everything at one time okay that's yeah. interesting and then like breaking headlines will like pop up every time that like they'll kind of cycle through headlines all the time so we just it's always on in our house and like we can hear about what's going on like look and see and I don't know. We love it. I just That's can't imagine. Cool. Hey, you're probably their ideal viewer. It's like, we want viewers that have the TV on all the time. <laughs> You're, help, you're helping out their ratings probably. So that's. Do they still do that? I remember when I was a kid in the eighties, we used to like get quarters for like they, recording our TV. You know, I think they do metered um, like, a, like I remember when I was starting out, um, some markets do metered marketing where it's like tracked by their box or whatever. Okay. But a few markets still did diary markets where it was like you had to write things down. And those aren't reliable because people like don't, a lot of right. people are not like truthful about like what they're actually right. watching or they'll be like, or people get confused too. Like some of the numbers are like, they'll think they're watching channel nine, but they're really right. watching channel 11. Yeah. Some of these channels, it'll be channel nine branding, but it's actually on channel 14 or something. Right. So people just kind of get confused about like what it is. Like I, when I was working at TV stations, I would get calls meant for other stations all the time and they would think they were calling. Right channel seven but they were calling channel 14 like i know people just get i guess it's too much for them to handle i don't i don't know or be like you didn't have the story about the robbery it's like well we did they're like oh never mind like i'm serious calls as for, for when i was an editor i would get calls and i remember this as a junior editor because i was a girl who had to answer the phone oh, geez. the um people would call in and complain about advertising content so if there was an ad, like let's say Victoria's Secret, we don't, have, we didn't have Victoria's Secret in Canada at the time, but like our version of it, there was a Victoria's Secret ad or like lingerie. I would get too racy, huh? people who were irate about this story that was on page such and such. I'm like, we don't have a page such and such of the magazine. I'd be, I have to pull it out, flip it open. I'd be like, oh, that's an advertisement. Like we actually don't control that content. They'd be so mad. Yeah, so it's, mad. Like, like, well, it's like, you know what? They know that on the phone. People, you know what? It's like, if you don't like it, you vote with your pocketbook. Like don't right. buy, yes. you know, it's like, don't buy the magazine. If you don't like what's Trips. People would yeah. complain about the perfume, like the the open. They'd be like, "I don't want a magazine, a scented magazine. Like, how can you do that?" Like, like what the hell? It's a magazine, people. What do you expect? It's full of perfume samples and ads. That's how they pay for the magazine. Totally. That's um, that's crazy. I'm, okay, I have another question about TV monitoring. Just because I'm always wondering this, and you're the perfect person to answer. So, if I record a program uh, on my recorder, and then does that get the points for my viewership? You know, I think they're starting to do that. Like, um, like I noticed, uh, like me, like now, like I've noticed some TV viewership ratings will say viewership within one day of airing or something. Okay. So I do feel like, uh, and also they track the online stuff. Cause okay. again, now you can log into like ABC or NBC okay. and watch shows. Like that's what I do now. Um, although a lot of them are like locked now that I'm you know, right. uh, we might get HBO, like now that you can get the cable networks, like a la carte, we yeah. might get HBO when there's some new shows coming back. We right. want to watch Westworld. We want to watch Game of Thrones. So, uh, but like, there's so many, there's so much time in between seasons. Like we're like, it'll be another year before we really have to like get HBO again. Right. Yeah. Cause what Game of Thrones is not going to be until like 2019 or something. So <laughs> I know they're really, they're really drawing out some of these like hiatuses. It's like, do you really have to, you know, have it be that long? Like, 
Maybe it just gives everybody else know. a chance to watch the whole thing. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I'm just like, but like, people are going to forget about the show by that time and there's going to be new stuff on and, yeah. you know, I don't know. It's just, TV is, the state of TV and entertainment is just fascinating yeah. to me. And also the fact that podcasts are so popular right now too, because everyone's in the car, you know, going somewhere and trying to listen to something. Yeah, You know, it's just a very, I think we're, there's just so many options. Again, yeah. we're providing yet another option. Um, yeah. So we're not really, I guess we're not really helping the problem, but you know what, whatever. <laughs> you know, we, we've got something to say. We've got, micro- to listen to. We've yeah. got microphones and a free recording program. So we're here. <laughs> Um, I know I just ordered my new microphone yeah. it arrived in my hotel. I got to my hotel yesterday and my Amazon prime package was there. With so my I, microphone. I didn't know you could get stuff delivered to hotels like that. How do you do that? Yeah. So they, I guess they're just used to it a lot of times because of conventions and stuff. So mm-hmm. what I do is I put my name and then I put brackets hotel guests. Yeah. And then sometimes I'll call the hotel beforehand. I'm assuming they must have some kind of x-ray scanning something rather to make, make sure it's not like something questionable. Do you have any of the hotels ever given you a problem or are they all like, that's cool? Like, no, sometimes, like this, the last time I was in Houston recently for the mm-hmm. um, uh, quilt festival and they had an entire FedEx department wow. on um, like within the hotel they were like our FedEx room and it had all these things and they were like oh yeah we get the package so if you were shipping sewing machines you could do that versus checking them on a plane or something yeah. if you wanted to you could get do you do that ever like if you have like a lot of bulky so, stuff yeah I don't only because I feel like I want it with me yeah. although it, there's still a risk right you know, you like, sh- okay all right here's a challenge for you Denise I just oh, came up with this idea okay. I would like to see you try to sew on a plane and vlog <laughs> it like one of those like tiny, you know, those, have you ever seen those tiny mini sewing machines? Like the white and purple? I have one. Yes, yes, I yes. think you should get one of those. Um, try to sew on the plane and see what people's reaction to oh, it. I love that. That would be like, oh, I'll do it like, like the most awesome thing ever. As soon as I board, I'll be, get like an aisle seat and like, I'll be the first one on the plane. And that way everybody who walks by me, I'll be like, like, they'll be like, what is she doing? And then. Yeah, like, and you know what? I feel like that would be a good way to try to educate, like, because everyone, would, it's a good conversation starter. And then we'll hand out flyers for our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yes, hand out. That would, okay, that's, you've come up with our whole marketing plan. That's the marketing plan. Find a t-shirt with the, whatever the podcast name is, and the, in like the website or whatever, you know, whatever we, we still don't know it, but yes, we'll make we it call. Maybe it'll be crazy crafters. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> But that would be like a really good way at least to get people to ask you about sewing. You know, you're stuck in a plane for, you know, three or four hours or something. Okay, so that would be an awesome, I think, YouTube video for you would be like, I tried, like, maybe the title could be like, um, look what happened when I tried to sew on a plane or something. And then you, and maybe if people were open to it, you could kind of interview them be like, you know, yeah, like, hey, what did you think I, you know, like, what did you think when you saw me doing this? Or like, I have to that'd tell be you, fun. I actually did take a serger as a carry on on an airplane, because I was giving it to my sister when I saw it, this was within the last year. And I wasn't sure because there's a blade on a serger. So I was like, I don't know what to do. And like, are they going to make me plug it in so they can see what it is? And I just, I literally just had it. Like, I think I had a plastic bag around it, but then I just held it at the top and then went through the, the, um, 
the machine, like the x-ray machine. And, and they pulled me over to the side. I'm like, okay, here we go. Like what's going to happen. And the guy was like, Oh, this is for sewing. Did he know what it was or? Yeah, he was, he was was like, Oh, this is for sewing. I'm like, it is. I'm like, it's actually called a serger. It does. And I I pull out my shirt. I'm like, you know, the inside of your t-shirt, like it does that zigzag (laughs) special machine. And he was like, Oh, cool. Okay. Bye. So I went, he probably didn't even know there was a blade on it. So but I feel like well, I guess the whole interior is metal. I was surprised. I thought that for sure I wouldn't be able to I get I guess out. if you were crafty enough, you could figure out how to make that into a weapon. I'm, you, not that we want to condone, we are not condoning any Do of that. Use a sewing but, machine. Uh, like, that, yeah, I would, I would, I'm with you. Like, I can kind of see, like, how they would maybe think there was something up. I don't know. Yeah. That's interesting, though. I think when most people see that, I don't think people know the difference between, like, a sewing machine and a no. surgery. And no. people like don't really know. Like I had someone ask me questions. They bought a serger, but they didn't own a sewing machine. And they were asking me what I could make it. I was like, you know, I was like, hey, a lot of people that have this have a sewing machine too. Right. Because um, you need different things. But they didn't really get that. They're like, this looked really useful. I was like, you can do a lot of things with it, you know, but there are some limitations to it as well, yeah. you know, but that's funny. But I would like to see you get one of those mini sewing machines, take it on a plane, so on a flight and see like what happens. And yeah, that's the whole marketing plan for this podcast, Denise. Yes. You know what? Maybe I'll do little giveaways. I'll oh. do like little pouches and then I'll just like start whipping them do down. Like, yeah. All right. So you'll be doing that on a plane. I need to think of a location I can do that as well. Uh, maybe like at a Walmart, outside of Walmart or something. I don't no, know. No, your, your, your janky gas station. <laughs> yeah, I'll go up to the gas station and be sewing. I might get mugged or something. Hot dog holders. Hot yeah. dog holders. After I get robbed at gunpoint or something. <laughs> That'll be, oh, I'll stick to the, hopefully the good air. Although my husband did go to a gas station one night and it was like 1 a.m. or something. And he got in like the span of three minutes, he was approached by several very questionable people who asked him for money, um, solicitation for prostitution and for, and if he could, they could get a ride. Um, (laughs) Three different people. (laughs) He said, no, um, clearly he's like if i'd given that dude a ride he's like i would have been ended up dead which is probably a hundred percent accurate um yeah yeah so i mean there's some yeah sometimes sometimes things happen that's why you got to be smart and not give strangers you know no hitch just say no to hitchhiking this is not the 70s yeah you know like and that's funny because my stepdad was telling me he hitchhiked like back i was like you know i mean you couldn't do that now like it's so dangerous like you can't pick you don't pitch it pick up hitchhikers and you don't be yeah. a hitchhiker like either way it's not a not a good idea when i was a teenager we did it a little bit really did did it work or lady yeah it totally worked yeah this is around vancouver not scary vancouver. people or anything like wow you're such a date you're, you're really living bad. dangerously there as a young teenage girl do not do yeah, that yeah you're gonna be like you're gonna tell your daughter not to do yeah any of those things I say not as I do okay so let's think of a good sewing way to wrap this up or craft way I also have to go to the bathroom all right yes it'll no favorite bathroom story worst bathroom no I don't know that has nothing to do with sewing clearly (laughs) um okay let's uh deserted island like three if you could take three sewing things to a desert island not for like not for purposes of like I don't know. Not for survival purposes, but like more for like, more for your own personal fun. Yes. 
Okay. Yes. Do we already have the sewing machine or does that, is that included as one of the? I think that's your number one. Okay. Yeah. Obviously a sewing machine. Oh man. You know, I would say I would do um, a sewing machine, scissors. Uh, Let's see here. Scissors and fabric. I could make probably make thread out of stuff I found on the island. Ooh. You know, so I, I think I could figure, yeah, like get one of those fibrous plants. So I, I think I would forego thread because I think I could DIY that. Okay, um, I like that. And scissors because obviously we would need that for stuff. And I could use the scissors could also double as a self-defense um, <laughs> tool as well. So well, the- and a sewing machine too, if you wanted to like clunk somebody over the head. So, uh, you know, if, if some, if there's some dangerous pirates or something on the island, yes. you know, I'm, I'm really thinking here, <laughs> what about you? <laughs> That's a dangerous island. I was yeah, thinking, is. Like, I mean, you don't know what you can find, or maybe there's like some bears there or something. I I'm thinking about the show Lost now and all totally that. Lost was stuff. so good until it was horrible. Hey. Yeah. Until you're like, what is happening at the end? I don't know. It was so good. And then so bad. Yeah. Um, okay. For me, I'm going to go different i'm gonna take a sewing gauge do you know what that is yes anybody doesn't know what a sewing gauge is it's like a hard ruler and it's just such a handy measuring tool so i'll take that um hmm what else a stitch ripper i feel like that will come in handy for various things and then a hunting a hunting implement too (laughs) for when i need to multitasking here yeah fishy it would be great for fishing actually Um, okay, so um, a sewing gauge, a stitch ripper, and oh, something good, something good. Um, a spool of thread. I don't know. Okay, so you're gonna oh. do some hand sewing there. Yeah. You know, I just had a thought though. I would have no, I would have nowhere to plug the sewing machine in. So maybe I need to rethink that. I don't know. Yes. But it's your weapon. It's your is weapon. there electricity on the island? That's the question. Probably yeah, we're not. Going to the Caribbean with this, we're not. Okay. We're not going to the lost not dangerous lost. Not the lost island that's like stuck in time or something. I don't. We'll come up with better answers next time. Yeah, well, this has been a lot of fun. I'm glad we've been doing this. Uh, we're gonna hopefully try to do this every once in a while and and share it with everybody. Um, if anyone wants to watch this or listen to this. Hopefully, please hopefully, share, yes. please listen, please share like everything. I don't know. What do you do? Subscribe. Subscribe. Like, yeah. Share. Download the podcast. I don't know what you do. Hopefully we can figure out how to get this onto all these platforms. So uh, hopefully if, if, if you are seeing this on a platform like iTunes or SoundCloud, that means, that means this sure. worked. Um, figured it out. <laughs> so and then let us know. So, um, yeah, let us know on social what you guys want to see. I'm at me, Denise Wild, and Jennifer is at Sewing Report. Um, so let us know what kind of questions you have, what you want us to talk about, and we'll try to mix things up. We'll do, like, I don't know, different tricks, techniques, projects. Maybe we can have some guests on here if, anyone, if anyone's listening to this thing. <laughs> anyone? Bueller? Guests? Yeah, that would be fun. Okay. Awesome. Well, I had a great time. Thank you so much, Denise. Too. This was awesome. Thanks so much for tuning in to another Crafting Never Stops podcast. We love connecting with you on social. So thank you for that. And we'd be extra honored if you'd write us a review on iTunes. Tell us what you think and what you love. Thank you for letting us be a part of your crafting journey.